This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, February 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Latest China talks wrapping up. Purdue rules out 2019 aid. Auto tariffs linked to ag. And building the case for ag labor reform. Ag benefit from China trade talks linked to overall success. The White House and Office of the U.S. Trade Representative are expected to cap off the latest round of China trade talks with an announcement today. But it is far from clear that it will include any immediate benefits for U.S. farmers. The last time Chinese Vice Premier Liu He was in the U.S. in late January to lead the Chinese negotiating team, he announced that China would buy another 5 million metric tons of U.S. soybeans. But Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue, who spoke to reporters yesterday at the USDA's annual Agriculture Outlook Forum, sought to lower those expectations. He said these are proposals and counterproposals, and they are all contingent upon a resolution of the core issues of structural reform. Purdue speaking response to questions about the potential for China to announce new purchases of ag commodities like corn. Purdue said they have committed to buy quantities that are significant, but it's all contingent on the whole deal coming together. That whole deal involves getting China to make major structural changes in the way it does business with the U.S., that according to Purdue, who stressed that China must convince the U.S. Not this year. Purdue rules out 2019 trade aid. Purdue emphatically ruled out giving farmers an additional market facilitation payment this year, even if the trade war with China continues. Purdue says the 2018 payments were justified because farmers were caught unaware by the retaliatory tariffs. This year, he said, farmers have to do their marketing the same way they have always done. Purdue ties auto tariffs to EU ag trade. If President Trump decides to hit the European Union with auto tariffs, the trade bloc's refusal to negotiate agriculture trade barriers will be a factor, according to Secretary Perdue. On Sunday, Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross submitted to the White House a much-anticipated investigation into the effects of imports of automobiles and automobile parts on the national security of the United States. The president is willing to use whatever leverage he may have, Purdue said, when asked about getting the EU to negotiate on its agriculture trade barriers. While the U.S. continues to be a major market for European cars, the EU has not been very gracious to our farm commodities, Purdue said. The Trump administration agreed last year not to hit the EU with the auto tariffs as long as the U.S. and Europeans continued to negotiate a trade pact in good faith. So for more on the Ag Outlook, read Spencer Chase's report on the USDA economic forecast and also Bill Thompson's report on a conversation between Secretary Perdue and his Mexican and Canadian counterparts. DGAC appointments set up diet debate. The stage is set for a fierce new debate on what Americans should be eating. Twenty scientists have been named to the Federal Advisory Committee that will recommend whether and how the nation's dietary guidelines should be updated. There was a push from some industry segments and among advocates of low-carb diets to include some scientists with experience in that area. And the appointments include some that have done research on the impact of consuming higher levels of protein. They include, for example... 
Heather Lady of the University of Texas, whose bio says there is substantial evidence supporting the consumption of increased dietary protein to prevent or to treat obesity. Farm groups seek to build case for immigrant labor. Farm groups worried lawmakers don't understand the importance of immigration to farms around the country have organized briefings next Tuesday on Capitol Hill to outline the issue to congressional staff. The Ag Labor Summit was the brainchild of former California GOP representative George Randovich. The speakers will include Senate Agriculture Chair Pat Roberts, Representative Dan Newhouse of Washington, the Chief U.S. Agriculture Negotiator Greg Dowd, and USDA Special Advisor on Immigration Policy Christy Boswell. Representatives of major farm groups will be included as well, including the American Farm Bureau Federation. EPA to study RFS environmental impact. EPA has agreed to complete by March 2020 a study into the impact that biofuel usage has had on vehicle emissions. The agreement is part of a partial consent decree and a lawsuit brought by the Sierra Club against EPA. The agency has opened a 30-day comment period on the consent decree. Following completion of the study, EPA must either issue fuel regulations to implement appropriate measures to mitigate any such adverse impacts or make a determination that such regulations are unnecessary, according to the agency. The 2007 Energy Law requires EPA to finish a study every three years on the environmental impacts of EPA's ethanol requirements. EPA issued its first report in 2011 and its second last year. Both found that the environmental impacts of the RFS were negative. NMPF demands action on plant-based labeling. The National Milk Producers Federation is keeping the pressure on FDA to stop plant-based beverages from being labeled as milk. FDA closed a comment period on the issue of dairy terminology on plant-based products like almond milk, for example, at the end of November. In a petition submitted Thursday, the National Milk says plant-based beverages should be required to use words such as substitute or alternative if they want to use dairy terms. Now keep in mind, using those terms as a non-starter for the Plant-Based Foods Association. They say we look forward to working with FDA to reach a more constructive solution that fosters a free market for the many consumers who are increasingly seeking out plant-based solutions. That according to the group. Here's today's He Said It. If people don't trust you, science doesn't matter. If people do trust you, science doesn't matter. Stop telling people what you do and tell them why you do it. If they understand the why, they generally don't care about the what. That Jack Bobo, a vice president of Interaxon, when asked by moderator Sarah White at the Agriculture Outlook Forum about overcoming consumer fears about biotechnology. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, February 22nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.